All right, what if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that is exactly what you're going to get. They can help you find work in any industry. With just one interview at Express, you have a connection to endless jobs. Whether you want a contract job, a new full-time role, or a summer job, choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has more than 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit ExpressPros.com today to find a location near you. Summer is upon us, and whatever you have going on, a vacation, a staycation, a summer wedding, well, Macy's has you covered. If you need summer dresses, matching sets, volume sleeve tops, wedges, straw-crafted bags, I mean, really, they have what you need head to toe. I'm talking Levi's, Dolce Vita, Lacoste, and more. So shop summer must-haves at Macy's. Go to Macy's.com slash style. Again, that's Macy's.com slash ownyourstyle. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. For 60 years, St. Jude doctors and researchers have helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And we need your help getting that number to 100%. And most important, your support means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, or food. That peace of mind means so, so much for these families. So join me in helping St. Jude in this fight. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Something I for sure love having in my home is super clean countertops. And I love when it smells good too. So you can bring the vacation vibes to your home with coconut scented Clorox and Tiva. It smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy with a refreshing scent that'll transform your space into a tropical island retreat and give you a powerful clean. No plane ticket required. Unleash your self-expression with the enchanting coconut fragrance of Clorox Sentiva. You can get yours at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Life ain't always pretty, but hey, it's pretty beautiful thing. Laugh a little more thing. Tight, tighten up your core Said EK, you're kicking it with four things. With Amy Brown. Happy Thursday, everybody. Uh, I cannot believe it is already mid-December. Like, seriously, Christmas is two weeks away, and that is nutso to me. I don't even know where the time has gone, but it's a great time of year, and I hope that y'all are able to pause and really enjoy it and spend time with family and friends. Start gearing yourself up for that. Like, also take time for yourself. Um, I don't know if some of you, this might be a really stressful, hard time of year. Um, I know it's a time of year where we miss people in our lives. Um, You know, my mom's birthday is coming up next week and that's always hard, but we're going to do a special four things episode dedicated to her. So, you know, whatever it is that makes holidays a hard time of the year for you, because of course, yes, I miss my mom over Christmas and I wish she could see my kids, you know, run downstairs and be with us Christmas morning and watch them unwrap presents. I mean, gosh, she would have loved that so much. Oh, great. Why am I getting emotional right now? I mean, I just started recording. Oh, I think it's just one of those, one of those days, one of those weeks. Um, But just know that 
it's not lost on me that Christmas time is hard for some of you, and I'm going to be thinking of you and have you in my thoughts and prayers for sure. Um, and but it's also a joyful time. So I hope if it's hard for you that you're able to find um, joy somewhere. You have uh, family and friends that you can be with, and that it's just a special time of year. Um, where we can reflect on uh, the months in the past, like what the year was like, where we can look forward of what we want next year to be like. And then we can just celebrate life in general and be with those that we love uh, and eat a lot of really yummy food, stuff like that. So uh, last week I had Stephen Young on, the founder of Home Street Home, and I just so enjoyed that episode and loved getting the feedback from you, all that it resonated with you and you were inspired by him. Um, he shared so much wisdom and uh, what what the homeless community is like and because he was homeless and now he's not and he's dedicated to helping the homeless now. And I just, I was inspired by it. I learned so much and it was really cool to see on Instagram, y'all sending me messages saying that you learned so much too. Um, and it doesn't mean that after you listen to that episode, don't feel like, oh gosh, you have to now dedicate, you know, everybody has different things they're passionate about. And it's not an episode that's making you think, oh, I got to go now. I got to go work with the homeless. No, you you know, you may want to work somewhere else. It's not about that. It's just simply how you even treat homeless people when you pass them on the corner. Um, it's simple things like that. Uh, then why people are homeless. And then on a larger scale, if you if you want to get involved and help, um, you know, it, it may, it may, plant a seed in your heart that that's what you're supposed to do. But either way, I love that that episode um, was special to y'all. It was special to me too. If you missed it, go listen to it. As for this week's episode, it's a diverse four things. Um, first thing is just an email that I got from a listener. A lot of times I save that for an email shout out or put it in the Q&A episode. But this is just something where when I read it, sometimes I read things and I'm like, you know what? I want to make that a legit thing for a Thursday episode. So that's what I did. And it's a tip on how we can spread joy to others and be pimp and joy, which we're all about that. Uh, the second thing is giving gifts, uh, uh, experiences as a gift, excuse me, instead of things. So a lot of times we can get wrapped around, oh, what am I going to get this person? Or what am I going to get my family? Or what am I going to get my kids for Christmas or even a birthday? But I guess since it's Christmas season, that's what we're talking about. Um, but maybe it's not a thing. I mean, I know we're all about things here because we did a gift guide episode. We like shopping. Uh, there's stuff that gives back when you shop or there's stuff that you just think is super cute and you want it and it doesn't support anything. Um, but you know, even when you're shopping, even from a bigger company like Target, there's tons of people that are employed by Target. And when we shop at Target, those people keep their jobs and it's all just what keeps the economy going. But experiences can do the same thing, uh, you know, and I just want to talk about that because maybe it's not that your kid needs a bunch of new toys for Christmas this year. Maybe it's that your kids or your family, y'all need some sort of experience. So we'll talk about gifts, experiences, gifts. I don't know why it's hard for me to say that. The third thing is my friend, Kathy Virtue. She's on, she was literally at my house visiting with me and my husband. And after we had a really amazing two hour talk, I just looked at her and said, Hey, would you go upstairs and record a podcast with me? Because it's just so great to see you. I hadn't seen her in a few years and it was really special to have her here. And she's just um, really wise. And I, when we sat down, of course, we start talking and then towards the end of our little chat, I mean, it's a quick chat, but it's the third thing. And she just gave some great advice that I think 
somebody will need to hear. So if that's you, I hope you make it to the third thing. And then the fourth thing is uh, my friend Carrie at the Nashville Beauty Girl and her husband, Dr. Drew. Now my husband had skin cancer removed from his face uh, a couple of weeks ago a big surgery, like had a huge scar. It was crazy, but it's already healing up so well. And it shouldn't even be a scar, which is nutso to me because of the type of surgeon that he went to, which Dr. Drew is that type of surgeon. And we just talk about early detection when it comes to skin cancer, what you should be looking for on yourself or for loved ones. Um, Because I'm the one that was persistent in getting my husband to go to the doctor and check it out. We actually took him to see Carrie and then Carrie was like, oh yeah, you need to go to a dermatologist like now. And then since Carrie was here with Dr. Drew, we went ahead and got some skincare beauty tips from her because why not? Okay. So that is what the little menu is for today. Um, Just quick little housekeeping note about anything, the shop forward and shop espoir, like Pimp and Joy or Four Things or anything that Mary has up. The last day for shopping is December 17th. So make sure if you wanted to buy anything uh, from there. (laughs) I love how my uh, second thing is giving experiences as gifts. But in case you're looking for a gift that gives back and you want to shop with us, well, December 17th is the cutoff date. So I just wanted y'all to know that um, because if it's after that, it's probably not going to make it to you in time for Christmas. Okay, cool. Here's the episode. Bye. First thing. That's right. Okay, here's that email that I was telling y'all about that's about um, spreading joy, pimp and joy. And it is from Michelle. Hey, Amy, I thought your wonderful podcast listeners would appreciate hearing how they can spread joy while staying at a hotel. The housekeeping staff at hotels are often underpaid and undervalued. One thing that guests can do is not only leave a few dollars tip each day, but also leave kind notes of thanks. It may be the only appreciation these people hear all day. I did this recently on a business trip. I left $10 on the day I arrived for a week-long stay and a note thanking the staff for my arriving to a beautiful clean room. And this started a daily note back and forth with the housekeeper. We never met, but I caught a cold during my stay and she saw my cold medication and that I drank all the bottles of water and used all the K-cups for tea. And the next day, along with a note to me expressing her concern for my health, she left me an extra box of tissues, four bottles of water, and a handful of K-cups of tea. I left her a note of big thanks and the remaining local currency I had thanking her for being so kind. So remember as a hotel guest, we can spread joy to someone we may never see, but who provides a service that we love when staying in a hotel. Thanks for all you do. Excited to get my gratitude journal. Keep up the wonderful work and your podcast, Michelle. Ah, I love that. I don't, I mean, Bobby uh, on the Bobby Bone Show has talked about how he used to clean rooms with his grandma. And like, so he knows what it's like to be on that end and he would see what it meant for his grandma when she got tips like that. And it still hasn't stuck with me. So after reading this, I was like, oh gosh, when I stay at hotels, I need to be more mindful and try to do that if I can. I mean, if you can't, you can't, it's fine. But I mean, you could also, I mean, a note is free. You don't even have to leave a tip money, but just leaving a note of thanks and appreciation is super kind and thoughtful. And I do not do that. So Michelle, thank you for this encouragement. And maybe a bunch of us or anybody listening, like the four things crew, our people will start to implement this when they stay at hotels and we can 
start to make a difference when we're out and about and spread joy to a lot of the housekeepers. And you never know, like for her, she was sick and the housekeeper, they did a whole back and forth and then boom, she got hooked up with um, some extra water and tissues, better tissues and K cups of tea, which I mean, that's a gift in itself. So um, Michelle, really appreciate you. Appreciate this, this tip for all of us. Thank you. Second thing. Okay, so when it comes to gift giving, a lot of times we can stress out like, what am I gonna buy this person? Oh my gosh, I don't even know, blah, 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 blah. Well, what if you kind of ditch the things, especially for your kids, and you try to give the gift of an experience? I know that this is, it's hard for me because I haven't ever really thought this way. I just kind of give a gift. But I was reading this article from the University of Toronto and it was talking about how if you want to forge a stronger bond between the people in your life, giving the gift of an experience is definitely the way to do it. Like it it taps in emotionally, creates the memories. So it's something that stays with people longer than a forgotten toy. And I mean, your kids are going to be getting tons of toys, who knows, from grandparents, aunts, uncles, other people in their life. But when you're wanting to create a bond, try to think about giving a gift of experience because there is definitely a strong emotional response attached to that. I mean, it doesn't have to be just your kids. It could be a friend or a sister or a parent, anybody that you would be shopping for. If you want to create that bond and something special, then try to go do something. And it doesn't have to be anything crazy like a trip to Disney. Although if you can do that, great, that's amazing. Maybe instead of gifts, you just tell the whole family, you know what, no gifts, but we're gonna go to Disney and we're making some memories and we're gonna have a good time. Awesome. It could be tickets to their favorite concert. It could be that you just think about your kids' hobbies and what they love to do and you take the time to go do that with them, which that, depending on what it is, may not even really be a crazy financial investment, but it's time and it's memories and you can take pictures and then later you can frame those pictures and then give it to them again as like a double gift of being like, and here's a picture from our experience. And that's something that they can cherish along with the memory and the time. My dad is here in Nashville now and he's getting more time with my kids now that he's moved here. And that's super special. And I want them to bond and I keep trying to think, okay, I need to think of experiences that they can have together. But because of my dad's, um, you know, where he is right now, health-wise, it's limited what we can do, but I want to create experiences for them because that's important. Because I feel like for him, he doesn't need to go buy them some toys. It just, it's not necessary. He doesn't need to. But, and he's not really in a place where he can kind of think of the experience, but I need to step in and think of it for him. And he needs to like, make a memory with my kids for Christmas this year instead of like an actual gift under the tree. And then for me and Ben, like, I feel like we kind of need to do that with Stevenson and Stashira as well. I mean, I already found this one little cart thing I'm giving Stevenson. Shout out to Ashley and Mary or Ashley who runs Loves Everything Target. That's the Instagram handle. She found this little cart thingy that you drive around and It's so cute and Stevenson's going to die. So I'm definitely getting him that. But along with that, I need to think of things to do with my kids that create memories and that they start to expect that as a gift instead of something material. Um, And I think that's just something we can all start implementing. Or maybe you get a few material type gifts and then you also give the gift of an experience. If it's a friend, you could, uh, it's not kids, maybe it's your friend or your significant other. You book uh, a day at the spa or a treatment at the spa, or you take them to get a pedicure and a manicure, and then 
you buy their favorite nail color for them and give it to them with the sweet card. There's just different ways. Experiences are going to be different for everybody depending on who you are shopping for. But do some research. See if it is something that you could get into because I think we could all benefit from stronger bonds with our people. So let's start looking into the gifts of experiences. Right, so a lot of us are guilty of doing that whole last minute shopping thing when it comes to holidays, like Mother's Day. You might be in that position right now, and that makes it challenging to find a great gift for mom. But don't worry, Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. So whether the mom in your life is a fashionista or maybe even a photographer or a fanatic about yoga, Macy's Gift Finder has got so many great gift ideas to make her feel special. Now, Mother's Day is May 12th, so make sure you make note of that. Don't have much time. That's okay. Macy's has got you covered. And you can shop by price, $25 and under or $100 and under. You can shop by category, fragrances, handbags, and more. Or they've got gift lists, like for the mom who has everything, gifts that are already wrapped and ready to be gifted, or gifts for grandma. Top gifts include Beats headphones, digital photo frame, Polaroid camera. That would be so awesome to receive. Or my personal favorite, man, I would love to get this as a gift, Samsung Smart TV The Frame. Go to Macy's.com slash gift finder. Again, it's pretty easy. Just head on over to Macy's.com slash gift finder for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. I don't want to waste my time taking vitamins that aren't really going to do much for me. Like, I want research. I want to know, like, hey, this is actually doing something for my body. And Ritual knows this. That's why they conducted the research. They've done clinical trials on their Essential for Women 18-plus multivitamin. The results? Well, it increased vitamin D levels by 43% and omega-3 DHA levels by 41% in just 12 weeks. And as a woman, I want healthy vitamin D levels and omega-3 levels. And all I got to do is take my Ritual Essential for Women 18 Plus Multivitamin every morning. I take them on an empty stomach, but sometimes if I forget, I may take them in the afternoon. It's really up to you when you want to take them. There's nine key nutrients in two delayed release capsules. And what the delay release capsules does for us is it optimizes our body's absorption of these nutrients. It's gentle on the empty stomach. Like I said, I can take it first thing in the morning and I'm totally fine. And with a minty essence in every bottle, it actually makes taking your vitamins enjoyable. No more shady business. Ritual is essential for women. 18 plus is a multivitamin that you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month at ritual.com slash four things. Start ritual or add essential for women. 18 plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash four things for 25% off. All right. So I've been saving on shopping this year by only buying new clothes when I've sold some clothes that I no longer wear. And what this has done is it's forced me to be super wise when I'm adding clothes back into my closet. I want to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, and that's where Quince comes into play. You can go see for yourself all the awesome stuff they have, especially for summer right now, like European linen dresses and blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, 14-karat gold jewelry, so much more. And if you're like me, you're like, hmm, this just seems too good to be true. Well, what Quince does is they partner directly with top factories, and they cut out the cost of the middleman, and they pass the savings on to us So we are getting things for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. For example, I'm literally looking on their website right now at this 
open knit cover up maxi dress that'll be great for the summer, 100% organic cotton, and it's $49.90. It could retail for $148, so that's 66% savings. And with warm weather here, you need to check out Quince. All you got to do is go to quince.com slash Amy for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Amy. You're going to get free shipping. Again, 365 day returns. That's quince.com slash Amy. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about the incredible work being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in hope. When you make a donation to St. Jude, you're helping an organization that has helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And I can tell you from personal experience, that number and the hope that it brings is invaluable. What they are doing at St. Jude is making a huge difference. It is full of joy there, which a lot of families need at that time. They don't need to be worrying about travel, lodging, food, everything is paid for at St. Jude so that families can focus on their child that has cancer. Your support means families never receive a bill from St. Jude. It's only $19 a month. And when you sign up, you'll get the new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join me in helping St. Jude in the fight against childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. So this is a treat. I have my friend, Kathy Virtue here. I kind of just sprung this on you. Literally, Kathy is in town for NASCAR. She's in Nashville. She lives in North Carolina. Shout out Southern Pines. And she took some time to come over and just visit with us because way back in the day, we used to hang all the time. Some of you know that I went to Kenya and I literally went because of Kathy, but we were having a talk in the living room with my husband and just kind of a full circle moment of like, you just met our kids for the first time from Haiti. And it hit me. We would not probably have adopted from Haiti or even had the desire to go to Haiti if you had not planted the seed in us for mission work, like even going to Africa and joining the missions committee at our church in North Carolina. And so I just thought, well, shoot, you should come and we should talk about this and you could be an encouragement to people to listen to that voice. Like in our case, we recognize it's like, okay, God was speaking to me, but in other people, they can call it whatever they want. There's like a voice sometimes that's speaking to you. So you share, because you were obedient and I literally, it was almost an aha moment just now. And we ran upstairs and we hit record and now we're talking about it simply because you were obedient and you were persistent of getting us on the missions committee way back in the day. That led to so many different changes in our life that now have resulted in two Haitian children being our daughter and son. Huh, did you know that you played such a hand in that? <laughs> no, but you know, someone played a hand in my life that got me excited about missions. So it's one of those pay it forwards. You know, once you get it, once the light goes on, it's hard to see anything else. You know, missions to me are the heartbeat of God. You know, we are charged to take care of the underserved, whatever that means, an orphan, a widow, whatever, the homeless. We're charged. And so someone ignited my fire. So the thought that I had a very small, tiny part with you and Ben just tickles me to death and your children are beautiful. So I'm so honored to have met them. Well, thank you. And so what do you think made you, Ben just reminded me of the time where you're like... Amy and Ben, hi, I think y'all y'all need to be on the mission committee. And we're like, ooh, I don't really know that we need to be on them. Yep, yep. 
a little persistent. Not that we were ever saying no or resisting you, but you were very like, this is what I'm being told to do. So this this is happening. It was almost like this is happening. So just show up at the meeting. (laughs) Well, some people you meet, you know, they're kindred spirits and you feel it. You know, think of the millions of people we all walk by in our lifetime. And there's just a few that really reach out to you like heart to heart. And I think I felt that for you right from the start. And I also from Ben, when Ben came back from deployment and I met him, he was the perfect other half of you. And so together, you guys were like little sticks of dynamite. And I thought we need them on the missions committee too, just to have a new voice, you know, to have some, you know, eclectic voices all saying, this is what I think. And, you know, my heart was in Africa. I've adopted my son from Kenya and he now lives in the United States and mm-hmm. is heading off to college. And So amazing. I met him when he was like probably eight years, eight years old. old. He was eight. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then Kate is now 21. We adopted Kate from Romania. We have one that we've adopted that was domestic. So, you know, I feel like that, I mean, I've never heard God audibly speak in a, in a voice, but it was in my heart. I just felt in my spirit. And so when I walked in here today and saw the stockings hung on the fireplace and it said mom and dad, I mean, for me, it just came full circle because I remember praying for you guys when you went down there and you wanted to bring them home. It seemed like we prayed forever. Yeah. And then they were here. And now today to get to hug them and love on them was for me full circle. So coming here today has been a joy to see your family so complete. Well, awesome. Well, I just, I appreciate you so much. And like even sitting on the couch and I swear we just probably had like a two hour come to Jesus moment with (laughs) with Kathy because... She's so wise. And I guess this would be my encouragement to anybody listening kind of for this little thing is it's about listening to your heart or whatever is tugging at you. Like Kathy was kind of like, hey, what's up with this Amy and Ben couple? Like I I want them to be a part of us. And then that, that really grew our relationship. Mm-hmm. So you were obedient in that. And then even with how busy you are, I mean, Kathy is a mom of five, a wife running a super successful business in town on business. And it's crazy when you visit another city for a NASCAR, like I'm sure the schedule is pretty stacked. So, but she knew, she said she felt on her heart, like she needed to make time to come see us. And you told your people, Hey, at one I'm going to hang out with my friends, Amy and Ben. And that's what I need to do. Cause you felt it and you listened to it. And I can't tell you what it means to me that you listen to that because things you were saying, I was like, literally was Kathy spying on us last week. Cause we were having Ben and I full transparency. We were having legit tough conversations some people might call it a fight, about things you were literally bringing up. And so I was like, okay, again, another example of you being obedient and listening. That's just because I'm 20 years down the road ahead of you. So I've sort of read through those chapters of that book already and lived it. But but give give yourself credit, Shug, that you, I mean, even this podcast that we're doing right now, think of the listeners that you're going to reach that you'll never know that maybe there was something on their heart that was being tugged something they should do with their time or something they should donate to or something they should give into that they really have felt called to do and that this may encourage them. And I, it's so weird in my quiet time this morning, I was in James and it said that we are to be doers of the word, not just hearers, that you don't hear something you're to do and then you walk away and forget it as if it didn't happen. A doer of the word hears they're supposed to go do something good and then they go do it. 
and even what you're doing here today. This will reach someone somewhere that needs that word of encouragement. And it just keeps paying forward. It just keeps paying forward. So what an honor for me to be here with you today. Well, that's and, why I was glad we could run yeah. up here and record this because <laughs> I was like, yes, maybe one other person can yes. benefit from the wisdom that is Kathy. I mean, I know there's hopefully more than one of you listening, but you never, I always do each podcast with, or each little thing. So I have four things in each episode. And so each little thing I gear towards, well, I don't know why I, when I outlined what I was going to talk about, why this came up, but maybe it's for one person. And it could be something as encouraging or inspiring, or it could be my new favorite brand of dry shampoo. Do you know, it's funny, a couple of weeks ago, and I hope I can take two seconds to tell this story. And if I can't, you can certainly cut it out. No. I was in town in Southern Pines at the stoplight Mm -hmm. right downtown by the Sly Fox. You can picture where I am. Yes. And a man, it was raining and he had a backpack on and like a roll and he was getting wet and I could clearly see that he was homeless. And as he walked in front of my car, I just felt this huge nagging that I was to roll my window down and to give him some money so that he could go dry off and get a good cup of coffee and I just felt it very strongly. And then some little voice said, no, no, you know, you don't know him. What if something bad? And so I just pulled away. So as I'm driving down towards like your old house, Mm -hmm. it just hit me like, you know what, Lord, I know that you wanted me to help him and I didn't. And I'm sorry. And if I ever have an opportunity to do it again, I'm going to do it differently. So I went on about my day about 1130. Now, three hours later, I drive back downtown to the post office who walks in front of my car, but the same man. I then rolled my window down and I said, sir, come here, come here. And he came over. And I said, I know I'm supposed to help you and I'm to give you this. And it was a hundred dollar bill. And I said, please, I know that I was supposed to give you this and God bless you. And he said, well, I work with the kids that live under the bridge. There's a whole group of children that are homeless that live down there. And this morning I was walking out to get them all some food and this will buy food for many days for the kids. Thank you so much. And he walked away. Mm. He wasn't homeless at all. But see, I had said, I felt the tugging and I ignored it. And then I got the opportunity to do it right the second time. So sometimes it's okay to to say, if I missed it and I was to do that, Mm -hmm. give me another chance. I'll do it better the next time. And I did. Oh, okay. Well, Kathy, let's say hi to Lee in case she's listening. Kathy's daughter, Lee. My daughter, Lee, listens to Amy all the time and says, Mom, I just love Lee. I just love Amy's show. So shout out to Lee. Yes. Hi, Lee. And I just saw a picture of your children. They look so beautiful and your mom's so proud. It's awesome. And I hope to see you soon. Right. So a lot of us are guilty of doing that whole last minute shopping thing when it comes to holidays, like Mother's Day. You might be in that position right now, and that makes it challenging to find a great gift for mom. But don't worry, Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. So whether the mom in your life is a fashionista or maybe even a photographer or a fanatic about yoga, Macy's Gift Finder has got so many great gift ideas to make her feel special. Now, Mother's Day is May 12th, so make sure you make note of that. Don't have much time. That's okay. Macy's has got you covered. And you can shop by price, $25 and under or $100 and under. You can shop by category, fragrances, handbags, and more. Or they've got gift lists, like for the mom who has everything, gifts that are already wrapped and ready to be gifted, or gifts for grandma. Top gifts include Beats Headphones, Digital Photo Frame, 
Polaroid camera. That would be so awesome to receive. Or my personal favorite, man, I would love to get this as a gift, Samsung Smart TV The Frame. Go to Macy's.com slash giftfinder. Again, it's pretty easy. Just head on over to Macy's.com slash giftfinder for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. All right, if you want to look cute and feel comfortable at the same time when you're, you know, at a festival or a concert because it's festival and concert season right now, it's got to be all about the boots. And Tacova's boots is where it's at. That is your stop before attending your next concert. I've loved my Tacovas anytime I wear them or I get a new pair. They feel comfortable on the first wear. I don't have to break them in. Tacovas has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. And all Tacovas boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition, which is super cool. They've got timeless styles that are always on trend. And really, you just got to stop by your local Tacova store, try them on for yourself, and see what I'm talking about. You can have a complimentary drink while you're there, shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized, which I love. And they've got regular live music and events. There's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about the incredible work being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in hope. When you make a donation to St. Jude, you're helping an organization that has helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And I can tell you from personal experience, that number and the hope that it brings is invaluable. What they are doing at St. Jude is making a huge difference. It is full of joy there, which a lot of families need at that time. They don't need to be worrying about travel, lodging, food. Everything is paid for at St. Jude so that families can focus on their child that has cancer. Your support means families never receive a bill from St. Jude. It's only $19 a month. And when you sign up, you'll get the new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join me in helping St. Jude in the fight against childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. A friend was over for dinner the other day and, you know, we were just making conversation around the table, asking questions. And this friend said to my daughter, like, hey, what's something that makes your mom happy? And her response without missing a beat was clean countertops. Wiping down the countertops is a simple way for me to reset, especially when the smell is just right. And by smell, I'm talking about coconut. Coconut scented Clorox Sentiva is my go-to. And I personally love that she answered that without hesitation. That means she knows me well, and that's really special. And of course, yeah, I do love clean countertops. I love wiping them down. I will always choose the smell of coconut over anything. I don't know what scent matches your vibe, but there's coconut, there's grapefruit, there's lavender. And again, for me, it's always going to be coconut. My kitchen smells like a little tropical vacation when I use it. And I love that with Clorox, I know I'm getting a really good clean as well. So it's a powerful clean and a refreshing scent. Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. You can get yours now at a retail store near you. Okay, got a little couples thing going on here. My husband is by a microphone, and then I've got Carrie, who is the Nashville beauty girl on 
Instagram, as a lot of you know her. And then she has her husband with her today, Dr. Drew. Um, And we're kind of doing this little, it's almost like a PSA, but then also Carrie's going to address some beauty questions that I had in a QA and a episode a couple weeks ago, but just... I tried to answer them as best as I could, but I thought, since I've got you here, we'll just go back over them. But um, Ben, my husband, come down here and say hi. Mm-hmm. Hello. We got, we're two couples operating on, oh, no, so four people on two mics, a, each a couple for mic. Um, and my husband has uh, skin cancer uh, or had melanoma, uh, uh, or but it's a different kind, which maybe Dr. Drew can touch on it, but it was it's epidermal, so it wasn't because some melanoma can spread to the organs. It can, yeah, the invasive melanoma. I believe you had a melanoma in sight too, right? Yep, that's right. Yeah. So okay, so I see this spot on Ben's face, and I'm like, what is this spot? And I'm more looking at it as kind of a vanity thing, even though I kind of was concerned, but really I wasn't because it didn't, it wasn't raised from the skin. To me, it didn't look weird, but obviously I don't have a trained eye. Uh, But I really just wanted him to get it checked out because I'm like, you should just get that removed because it's like growing on your right in the middle of your face. And so I take him to Carrie thinking maybe Carrie can just laser it off or something easy. And Carrie's like, whoa, 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 you need to go see a dermatologist ASAP, which, you know, you would have maybe just been like, Ben, go see my husband, Dr. Drew, but he practices in Florida. Mm -hmm. So Ben needed someone in Nashville. So y'all made a great recommendation and Ben went and turns out, yeah, I mean, it needed to come off and it needed to come off fast. So uh, they, they cut open his face and he had this massive scar and looked like well I mean you had to go back in twice right Mm -hmm. like yeah I had to go back in twice so they just take a little piece off of it and then they test it and then they call you back the next day yeah and then it wasn't all gone so after they biopsied it again or took it to the lab Mm -hmm. then they had to go in there scrape out some more and then they finally sewed him back up but I say all this because Ben probably if it wasn't for me (laughs) like and I, I say that because a lot of wives probably or people in relationships or or husbands or whatever, you always have that other person that's noticing the things that, about you that may have. I, how many times have I said, you need to go in? Had I not drug him with me mm-hmm. to Carrie's office? And, I, and you really drug. I did. He doesn't love coming to his <laughs> No. And, and then Carrie, like having the eye. And then, you know, sometimes it takes a lot of people. But so thank you for that, Carrie. And thanks, babe, for finally listening to me. But Dr. Drew, like... How often are, like, what is a, how do we know if a spot on our body is concerning? And and then how often should we be doing full body checkups? Because dermatology and what I've learned too from, I mean, on the Bobby Bone Show with Bobby, like Bobby's like, dermatologist, what are you talking about? He's like, I didn't grow up with any kind of money. When you, when you talk like that, I feel like a lot of people don't even know what you're talking about. And should this be something that people are making a priority or checking out their insurance to see what they have and make sure they have a yearly checkup. So two questions, how often should we be checking up? And then how do we know if a spot is weird? Well, that's a good question. And first getting back what you said about, about married and dragging your husband's in, this is something common that we mm-hmm. see. And it has been said that married people live longer. It's probably because the wives drag the husbands in when they're worried about something. <laughs> uh, but with regard to Skin exams, um, really it depends on family history, personal history, 
it's not a bad idea for anybody to uh, do a, a self-exam, and certainly it's hard sometimes to tell if something is bad. The main thing you look for is change. And uh, so if you're an adult and you have a lesion that or a, a, a spot that looks to be uh, changing, that's one of the, the biggest things. Most people will have moles. Some will look a little darker than others. Uh, if you have a lot of moles, it's probably no big deal. Uh, but if you see one, and there's a thing that's come out in the last few years called the ugly duckling sign. And everybody, when they talk about melanoma, talks about the ABCDs of melanoma as far as asymmetry, uh, changing borders, color, diameter. Uh, but but there's an E now called evolving, or uh, to summarize that, uh, to make it simple, they call it now the ugly duckling sign. Basically, if one mole is changing or just doesn't look like the others, then that's probably something that should uh, kind of raise your suspicion a little more, maybe make you want to go see your dermatologist or have somebody take a look at that. Um, but uh, once you have a, a history of having one removed that's atypical, or in your case, like a melanoma in site two, actually, luckily there's a good prognosis with that type. It was confined to the top layers of the skin. So it's not as uh, uh, dangerous as, the, as, as when they become invasive. But once you get that history, then it does become um, uh, more necessary for you to, to, to be evaluated at least once or maybe twice a year. Uh, with regard to melanoma, certainly probably about every six months for two to three years. So yeah. even the because his was melanoma in sight two, what are you saying? It's the word? Melanoma in sight two. In sight two basically means superficial or it sits basically on top of the skin. Mm-hmm. Uh, so as opposed to an invasive melanoma, uh, even the more common skin cancers like basal and squamous cell, which are much more common than melanoma, um, and certainly uh, uh, uh not as dangerous if you catch those early. There are superficial versions of those as well. Uh, invasive carcinoma or invasive melanoma, because they're going deeper, and most, most of the time the prognosis is determined um, uh, or it's dictated by how deep the cancer is. That's why invasive disease is, is more dangerous and more urgent to get treated. Um, but so with someone like my mom had a history of basal cell on her face, like she had Mohs surgery mm-hmm. from her eye, which I'll, I'm, we'll talk on that in a second because Dr. Drew's a Mohs surgeon and that's the type of surgery Ben had on his face, which they cut open his face and Ben's scar is all the way down like his cheek over two inches long. And yeah, it's, it looks pretty cool right now. Yeah. Like, yeah, I could definitely do like a pirate or maybe <laughs> like... <laughs> Like a motorcycle gang? Like, he keeps trying to tell people that he injured it at work in some training exercise, so it sounds real legit. Like, I don't know, or someone hit him in the Tough face guy. with a gun. Yeah. And, like, I'm like, okay, enough with the lies. But, like, my mom, too, I remember her scar. She had the surgery right before Ben and I got married. And I, when she got out, I just remember thinking, like, oh, my gosh, this looks really, really bad. But she's like, well, the doctor told me there's not really going to be a scar once it heals. And I thought, that's impossible. You look like you just got in a car wreck and your face went through the windshield. But uh, she it's, she didn't really have that bad of a scar, I mean, at all. And that's what y'all specialize in. That's, what does Mose mean? Mose is actually named after Dr. Frederick Mose. Okay. And he pioneered the procedure back in the 50s. And, of course, it's gained widespread uh, use as, as the skin cancer epidemic continues and uh, there are more dermatologists um, that are, have become trained in the, the field of dermatologic surgery and 
some have pioneered the field and added on to what Dr. Mose started. But uh, basically, um, Mose is 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 um, the other, I guess, technical term we call micrographic surgery. It allows you to examine tissue under the microscope while the patient is there by doing frozen sections in the lab. So you get the pathology back real time, real quick. And uh, But I guess in Ben's case, for whatever reason, they did it he, two days apart. His case with melanoma, uh, uh, a lot of Mohs surgeons do not uh, do the Mohs micrographic procedure on melanoma. Some do. Uh, what a lot of dermatologists do is something called slow Mohs. So it's a little variation where the pathology is sent out for permanent so sections okay. as opposed to frozen. And the reason for that is that melanoma is hard to read uh, under frozen section. There are some most surgeons that do it, and they're extremely skilled at doing it because of their experience. But I believe what you had was a slow Mohs procedure where they still took it off. Uh, they probably oriented the tissue and sent it to the pathologist in a specific way to, to do it like we would regular Mohs for basal and squamous cell. Uh, but that just allows a little bit more accurate uh, assessment of the margins and permanent sectioning. Yeah, because he was able to give me kind of a clock position of where, like, from 12 to 3 and 3 to 6, like, which which area was still growing. So the next day I came in, it was still growing up. It, it was, they still had to keep cutting up. Yeah, so they cut up more towards his eye. But, I wondered how they and his scar is already looking so much better, and it makes me think back on my mom. And I remember thinking when my mom had that scar, I was like, oh, my gosh, if this is hereditary or my skin is susceptible to this, am I going to have to have my face cut up? And I was real scared. But now, I mean, I'm still scared of skin cancer. But to know that y'all have these techniques mm-hmm. that you can use and that make it basically... Most surgeons have this unique... Most surgeons have this unique um, way of, of stitching and sewing up small areas of... Um, you know, the, the face. No, I'm not just dawning on you, but even with working in plastic surgery, I often will encourage um, my patients to see a dermatologist or a Mohs surgeon for small, tedious things as opposed to someone like a plastic surgeon. Yeah, because you, you know how to, I don't know, the scarring, it's amazing how it's not even really there. But Dr. Drew, what would you say for someone like me with the history of skin cancer in my family. I mean, I try to wear sunscreen all the time. Like Kelly, not Ke- well, Kelly. Ke- we have a friend, yeah. Kelly. <laughs> Carrie uh, has me um, on IntelliShade, which is SPF mm-hmm. 45. And that's really my protection on my face. Um, is that good enough? I think uh, certainly the average person should just be cautious in the sun. Nobody has to be paranoid and run out to see a dermatologist right away. But uh, it's it's not a bad idea to look at get to know your body, look at your moles, and 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 if you have some that are dark, or especially if you have a family history, it becomes you know, a little more important to to keep an eye on those type of things. Uh, I think it's reasonable for anybody to see a dermatologist once a year, maybe to get a baseline skin exam. Sun protection is good. We usually recommend uh, basically not to name brand specifically, um, but uh, an SPF of thirty or higher, uh, maybe 50 is even better because the average person doesn't apply sunscreen the right amount. So that number gets diluted down. So How much why, is the right amount? Uh, the right amount is is about a, a shot glass, uh, about one or one and a half ounces for the entire body if you're in a bathing suit. Oh, the entire body. I was yeah. thinking for my face. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, no. Well, you, no, if you just have oh, exposed face and arms, you're going to need less than that. But uh, you know, if you're putting it on, it's hard to rub in. You're probably putting too much on. Um, but basically... Most people do not put a shot glass on if they're out at the beach, you know, the entire day. Uh, and you're supposed to reapply those about every two to three hours. So you have to you have to 
counter that by telling people to be a little more generous with the SPF because you know they're not going to put it on the right way. Gotcha. So if you're not going to put it on correctly, go higher. <laughs> yeah. Probably use a higher and, and, and we like zinc. Zinc is probably one of the, the best. Which there's, Carrie, there's zinc and IntelliShade, right? Zinc and titanium um, in the IntelliShade. And then a lot of the makeup that um, that we wear, even the mineral powder, uh, powder and makeup, they all have zinc and titanium. So you're kind of protected even when you're putting your makeup on so too. So Ben, but you are- really should start wearing bare minerals yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or mineral makeup. I mean, I come on. I do find that, that the men, uh, you know, they, they don't like to wear stuff and especially if it's if it smells bad or it's greasy. But, but fortunately, a lot of sunscreens have become more cosmetically elegant. And uh, for my guys, I usually recommend sprays, lotions, but look for those. They even have zinc in those now. A little bit easy to spread. Zinc is non-irritating, so people even with sensitive skin can use it. Doesn't make your skin irritated or red. Um, but uh, in general, most guys like something that's quick. They want to put it on quick, and they don't want to deal with it. So a compromise is usually like a spray or a lotion or a gel. Or if it and doubles as like an aftershave balm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they make it. There's a few aftershave products, men's skincare lines. A lot of these things you can Google, and a lot of it's just preference. So you have to try sometimes several brands, but you just want to be consistent with something. And if you find one you like, it's it's, it's worth probably just uh, putting a little time into finding, uh, you know, maybe trying some different brands. But once you get one, it becomes a little bit easier to do if you make it part of your routine. So I take it we're not going to buy into the whole, I, whenever this came up with Ben and I was, uh, you know, you mentioned that skin cancer becoming um, more of a epidemic and that is, is it increasing? And I'm wondering in my head, why is that? If we know more about the bodies and protecting it from the sun, and it seems like more people probably protect than they used to, why is it continuing to get worse? So when I was talking to a friend about it, she said, well, you know, some people have this theory that sunscreen is actually causing the skin cancer. <laughs> but I'm not and, saying and I buy into that. Yeah, but that, that's, that's not true. That's... Uh, um, I think part of the epidemic is number one. There's more awareness, but but certainly people are still continuing to to fry themselves in tanning beds, and people have more leisure time. They spend you know, as compared to decades ago, they spend more time out in the sun. They wear less clothing, uh, you know, when they're out on the beach. You know, if you've been to the beach, you see what bathing suits look like now. <laughs> but uh, it's it's a lot of it is is uh, is suntan related, and you and I'm, I'm sorry, sunbeds and um, tanning beds, those type of things. The tanning industry has lied to people, you know, for years, saying that it's, you know, it's safe, and and uh, even though we know that ultraviolet is, is considered a, a carcinogen, um, and, uh, uh, which if people don't know what that means, it's cancer causing. Yeah, uh, and, it, and it's it can be in food with, with tobacco be, smoke mm-hmm. and, and and a lot of these others now, but. Um, uh, Tanning is is it's it's an addictive behavior. I mean, it's people enjoy being out. And you, you can they know about the skin cancer risk. Uh, we talk, you know, to people sometimes till we're blue in the face about sun protection. But at the end of the day, they they just want to they, they want to get some sun or they want color. And a lot of it may be more for cosmetic reasons. Uh, even though there are, you know, self tanners and things, safe ways to, uh, you know, add color to the skin. Oh yay, but, that's a safe way, at least yeah. for now, because that's what I do. I am all about spray tans and well self tanners and I just feel better when I have a tan and I wish I didn't and I would just embrace my natural 
skin color, but I mean, my daughter, she's Haitian. And she, when I get a spray tan, she's like, why can I get one? Can I get one? And I'm like, no, honey, your skin is beautiful. You don't need it. She's like, well, wait, your skin's beautiful. She's like, if, why do you, why would you want to be darker? I'm like, uh, that just looks so much better than white fat. Though. Yeah. Yeah. It just does. <laughs> yes, it does. So um, anyway, I like I like the spray tans, and that's what I'm going to keep doing until I guess Same. stuff comes out where they tell me that that's carcinogenic too, and I'm going to be like, well, dang it. <laughs> um, okay, so thank you, Doctor Drew, for sharing some of that, and hopefully, yeah, wives listening, get checked, get your husbands checked, make sure your kids like. Just I love the A B C D E, like looking at sort of like. What do they do for diamonds, color, cut, and clarity? Oh, yeah. <laughs> for the ugly duckling. Yeah. For moles, <laughs> it's, yeah. yeah. Um, it's, it's, there's the A, B, C, D, E's. And the E's the ugly duckling, right? If it's Pretty evolving. Much, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anything that's changing doesn't look right. Yeah. And then since we've got Carrie here. So Carrie, I had some questions that came in on a Q&A episode. And this one you can just answer real quick. And I, I think I answered it right. Mm-hmm. But um, she was asking about... Uh, Makeup removers, like the wipes that come in like a package from the store. Yes. And then at night when she's removing her makeup, she just uh, applies that to wipe it off and follows with like a a warm water and then she calls it a day. She's done. It's not like soap. And to me, I I don't know what's in those different washcloth thingies or the, what are they called? Like facial wipes. A makeup remover wipe. Like, is that really face wash? So, okay. All right. So what are your thoughts on that? I have such, I have such a love hate relationship with those makeup wipes. And I have a lot of patients that will come in and they have, you know, they're breaking out or, you know, that's, they're just, they're not washing their face. And, um, and so a lot of the makeup remover wipes do have oil in them because they take off eye makeup remover, stubborn stuff, thick stuff. So, okay, take that off. But then I need you to wash your face. Like I need you to get the day off your face, the extra oil, the extra makeup, um, you know, just gentle cleanser. And if you're going to use um, I think the question also was she was asking if it was safe for um, her to use like a wash rag. Is that too aggressive? Mm-hmm. Um, fingertips are great, but if you're just doing a light a wash rag, that's fine. Just be gentle with it because you don't like also, scrub like crazy. Yeah, I don't use that as like a scrub. Um, but I always recommend to follow um, with uh, a gentle cleanser, even if it's over the counter. I love the Cetaphil foaming facial cleanser. I think we've talked about before, or something that's a little bit more cosmeceutical, but not going to break your bank. It's just more concentrated. It'll last longer. Um, I usually go to the Zio, the Zio brand, um, like their gentle cleanser, which you can get at a plastic surgeon or dermatology office. Um, so yeah, so. I, I would definitely be washing your face after you. Okay. You that, that question from the Q&A was from Sarah, by the way, which we do have some people listening to this. This is on a Thursday, Four Things episode, but there is every Tuesday we have a Q&A episode and you can send questions to Four Things with Amy Brown at gmail.com. And so I'm glad you, I, that's kind of, I think I told when it's I answered it. It's a really great it, question. It's like, a very common question. Yeah. Because people, you would think we're tired everyone would know. Yeah. at night. We just want to like take that wipe and I then crawl in bed, but it. that's probably not going to be good enough. And then also this other girl, Margaret had asked about, um, microdermabrasion. And just to mm-hmm. recap, in case some of you don't listen to the Q and A's, she said, um, she wondered if I'd ever tried it and if it works, she's 50 years old. And, um, anyway, she wants to minimize like fine lines around her eyes and lips. And she was curious about that. And I have done microdermabrasion, mm-hmm. but I don't know all the benefits like you do. And then 
that's obviously something that's done in an office with somebody, but you also, there is some like microderm at home kits yeah, that people can do at home that, um, I think you've even tried one before I've given you a sample and then Kelly from Velvet's Edge too. But, and, um, I often recommend it to my clients that travel a lot that can't come in an office to do, um, in office microderm abrasion or hydrofacial treatments is the Crystal Smooth, which is available on Amazon now. So the Crystal Smooth is, a, is just a great exfoliation tool that's disposable and it's easy and it's very affordable that you could do once, you know, you know, twice a month, once every week. It's there's a mild, moderate, and severe um, attachment head that comes on it, and once you use it, um, you know, you you just dispose of it. It's easy to travel with. So that's the one I highly recommend. Yeah, which easy. Kelly, our mutual friend, which yes, is she why I said your name. <laughs> I don't even know why I looked at you. Same club. Same Same club. club. (laughs) Both starts with a K. She's Carrie with a K. Um, She does. She's a fan of that Mm -hmm. one too. So, and she does it at home. And then, um, you know, if you could ever, like if you have, if you're curious and you want to try it, maybe that's something you put on your wish list is like a birthday present or, or Christmas. Christmas present or something. Be like, um, you know, to get one of those or a gift certificate to mm-hmm. a place where they offer microdermabrasion and give it a try and see if you like it. Cause it does help to get off like just superficial dead skin. Yeah. So it just, it, it's a great um, exfoliation. So that way serums and even chemical peels, things that you're doing afterwards, they um, work better. Will penetrate better. Exactly. Right. Yes. And if you're putting all that stuff on, it might, you might as well have it working better. Um, Margaret also said that her lips seem to be shrinking and natural color seems to be fading. And she didn't know if there's any tips to helping that out without, without filler injections. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, this is, and I can see Dr. Drew over here rolling his eyes at this one, but I'm a true believer in dry brushing, like the whole body and getting the dead skin off. But I love to dry brush my lips. And so with a dry toothbrush before you even brush your teeth in the morning, at night, if you'll just dry brush with a dry toothbrush your lips and get all that dead skin off and then apply Aquaphor, your lip serum treatment, it brings the circulation back to your lips, but it also exfoliates um, too, so you don't have as much dead skin on your lips. So it's just like this little... And that's what dry brushing like your entire body is right. for the circulatory mm-hmm. system, right? Yes, mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> <laughs> All the little things that us girls Dr. do. Dr. Drew, I feel like you have something you want to say. No, I've, I've, I'm learning a lot from Carrie over the last few years. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know how much of it's scientifically, scientifically backed up, but um, certainly there are things that, that if it can't harm you, and, and maybe it's worth a try. Yeah. Well, I follow a lot of people from the natural world, like um, holistic mm-hmm. world to the medical world that endorsed dry brushing. So, I mean, I'm into it, but Dr. Drew, I see your your resistance and I think y'all are a good balance to each other. He's a logical one for sure. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, if I hear that dry brushing might help with, you know, certain... What? I've already... Honey, don't worry. It's not a new you thing. you heard about shaving your face and... Shaving... Everybody should be shaving their face, right, Carrie? Yes. Thank you. Dr. Drew, does it, Dr. Drew, I will say I do, when he starts, I hear his footsteps like walking in, I kind of stop, I put my, my razor down because I don't know, there's something about him catching me. I would be scared to walk in and see my wife shaving her face. Okay. See, Ben. I concur. Absolutely. It's, it's a no-go item. You got to do it. Just tell me, close the door. I'll leave. He cannot handle it. If Ben catches me shaving, it's 
the worst. And it's not even like I'm using a man razor and shaving cream or anything. I'm using a little tinkle razor. <laughs> it's like a blade. And I'm just doing, it's almost like as if I was putting powder on my face or something with a brush. Like, I'm just like, I'm not shaving like a man. You're shaving your, are you shaving your face? Yes. Okay. I do the same thing. It's called shaving. It's just like men shave their face. <laughs> you don't have any wrinkles, so therefore we want to yeah. be like you. Mm-hmm. We weren't blessed yeah. with that type of I thicker just, skin. Right. We want to get rid of the peach fuzz. That's what it's for. It's just the peach fuzz and to exfoliate. And the, yes. again, our products will go on better and Which means penetrate. We're less of them, so Ex- you're not having, we're not spending as much money. Yes. Can- okay, so the <laughs> brushing of, so basically you're dry brushing your lips uh-huh. and that's a way to help. Brush. I mean, mm-hmm. so that's Try without it. injections or whatever else. Like It's a temporary. Yeah, little, I mean, there's little circulation and yes. lip plumpers, I guess you could buy, but again, that's going to be temporary. Um, maybe get a lip kit from Kylie Jenner or something. Fun too. <laughs> something, I yes. don't know. Um, but the filler world is, is, it's, it's not, I know it can think that you're getting a lot of lip injections. You're altering um, an augmentation of the lip and making it bigger, maybe less attractive. But the hydration, there's a lot of filler. There's two specifically that are just very light and airy. As far as a lip injection that lasts for six months to a year that just make your lips a little bit more pink. I call it the pink lipstick um, injectable filler um, and it's by Juvederm and it's really easy and it's very subtle and it's just little bits and it's not voluminous. It's very safe. So that is, you know, that's, that's the other uh, alternative if with talking about injectables for lip filler, but something you can do at home, even if you do even have lip filler, something fun is to exfoliate your lips. Yeah. That's what I have found to give the kind of best mm-hmm. thing for your buck. Love it. Okay. Well, this is our little medical minute. (laughs) Dermatology hour. Dermatology hour (laughs) with Dr. Drew and Nashville Beauty Girl. So some takeaways um, and mainly definitely wanted to to have Dr. Drew come by and just encourage other men like my husband Mm -hmm. and wives out there or girlfriends or boyfriends. But we do actually have guys that listen to this podcast. I get emails sometimes and I'm always shocked, Mm -hmm. but that to all of us just to be aware of what's happening with our bodies, um, pay attention. And then depending on your medical history, every six months to a year, getting checkups and listen to your wife (laughs) (laughs) and yes. And then I'm glad your face is healing better, babe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, me too. And thank you. Say thanks to Carrie for hooking you up with a dermatologist. Uh, thanks, Carrie. I appreciate that. Because how much longer would you have gone with that thing on your face and not knowing that it was melanoma? Uh, I don't know. Years. Yeah, at a minimum. Yeah. It didn't hurt. Dr. Drew, let's say he hadn't have removed that right away because it was the this epidermal one or whatever. Yeah, the insight too. Yeah. Uh, what... What, it just would keep growing and growing and growing? They, they can stay in place for, for a while. The prognosis are usually really good. Uh, eventually, they, they can become invasive and more dangerous. Okay. You probably would, uh, sometimes you, you, you wouldn't even know when that happens. It may still look the same on the surface. So uh, ideally, you, you catch them as, as soon as possible. So in your case, you, you have, have an excellent prognosis because it was called early in that in site two phase, but it's hard <clears> to predict. Most welcome. of them will stay there, you know, for, for some time. So you may have a little more uh, leeway with those, but um, but um, it, you, you can't always tell when they become invasive. It's a microscopic thing. Yeah. So it make, makes it a little bit scary. So even more reason why if you see even subtle change or just something that doesn't look like it belongs there, you may want to get it checked out. 
Okay. Your surgeon did a great job. I have to give a shout out to him. Oh, yeah. He's a good friend of Say mine. Say his name, Dr. Drew. <laughs> Dr. Brent Pennington. Yeah. yeah. Shout out in Nashville. And then Carrie's uh, at the Nashville Beauty Girl, obviously Nashville. Dr. Drew, are you on Instagram? I have been talking about Dr. Drew having his own Instagram page. I think, well, let's encourage this. Okay. Well, for now, you can just catch Dr. Drew on Carrie's Instagram. So, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I need to get with the times and become Ben more. just got one for his business. He yeah. doesn't, he's not under, the, but he runs it. And there's a couple of guys involved in the company, but it's called Tough Stump. And so he feels cool operating it. But mm-hmm. before that, had no social media. He just had LinkedIn. And that was his social media. We just got LinkedIn yeah. for Drew. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll get them there. So, all right. Well, thanks guys for coming by. Okay. That's a wrap on today's episode. A big thank you to my friend, Kathy, for hopping on, especially like so randomly like that. And then Dr. Drew and Carrie, who's at the Nashville Beauty Girl. And then Michelle for the awesome email tip. And uh, yeah, hope y'all enjoyed the episode. I guess um, they got this time now for the email shout out. We're going to actually get to that today. What, what? I know. Haven't been able to do that in a minute, which I had it here with me. Oh, here it is. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, this one is from Janine. Hey, Amy, I love the podcast and I'm thankful for all the tips, info, and people that you've introduced me to. Every year, my husband and I come up with a theme for our family gifts that we draw names for. Think like Shark Tank, Plaid, and Sound have been a few. It's fun and it narrows down the field. So in some ways, it's easier. Our wrapping is also a hint and the family loves guessing. This year, we are giving gifts that give back. The Shop Forward was our first stop. I've included our list. We are so excited to share our love of you and the B team and the shop forward. I was going to post and tag y'all on Instagram, but my nieces and nephews would see. Merry Christmas and happy one year podcast anniversary. Warmly, Janine. So Janine, I love this idea. When I saw it, I was like, oh my gosh, a Shark Tank themed Christmas. Like that sounds amazing. We kind of do this on the Bobby Bone Show. So one year we did Cracker Barrel where you could shop for everyone on the show, but you had to get them a gift from Cracker Barrel. And then um, we've done it like this year, the theme is blue Christmas. So we drew names and then you have to, whoever you drew for, you have to get them something blue or has blue in the title. Like it could be bluebell ice cream or it could be a ticket on a jet blue flight or something, Uh, you know, really just depends, but just has to have blue involved. It could be um, a pound of blueberries. It's up to you. Um, But I love themes. And the Shark Tank one, now I'm going to be Googling. I feel like my family on my husband's side, we draw names. And so I may tell them this year, hey, maybe next year we can draw names and do a theme because that's fun. And then Janine did attach, you know, her list that she shopped for everybody. And it was so cute. It had like stuff for the grandparents, stuff for the nieces and nephews. And it was all espoir things and shop forward things that, and that just was really special to me. I was like, wow, the fact that we made the family theme, like that's super cool. And I know in the beginning of the podcast, I told y'all that December 17th was the cutoff, but I just want to say it again because some people miss things or you need to hear it twice to take us seriously but that'll be the last day to shop if you want to receive stuff in time for Christmas. So you'll order it, then it'll ship out on the 18th and then that's done. Everybody's going on Christmas break and we don't trust the post office after that. Although the post office says the 20th, but like you can mail things on the 20th, just FYI, and it'll still make it somewhere. But I just don't trust that with all the craziness and weather and whatnot that could happen around that time of year. So Janine, shout out, Love that you 
you know, made us a part of your family theme, but also love that you gave us the idea because other people listening right now might be like, oh yeah, that's genius. Like the plaid one even sounds super cute. So I assume everything you gifted to people had to be plaid and then sound, maybe everything had to do with, I don't know, music or headphones or anything that makes a sound. This is just fun. Okay, so hopefully y'all can take a little tip from Janine, take a page from her book and uh, create a theme for your family presence this year if you haven't already started shopping and you're doing last minute things or you can implement it next year. All right, thanks for listening, y'all. I hope you have a great, great weekend. And uh, next Thursday will be the episode that we're doing uh, sort of dedicated to my mom because it happens to be her birthday or it would have been her birthday if she was still with us, but we're going to celebrate her and her uh, legacy and pimp and joy, and we're going to spread joy. So it should be a good one. And uh, I'll see y'all Tuesday for the Q&A episode. All right. Bye. Life ain't always pretty, but hey, it's pretty beautiful thing. Laugh a little more thing. Tight, tighten up your core thing. Said EK, you're kicking it with four things. With Amy Brown. All summer, the best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. All right, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth that no matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can really make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through things. Now, BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. BetterHelp.com. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. For 60 years, St. Jude doctors and researchers have helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And we need your help getting that number to 100%. And most important, your support means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, or food. That peace of mind means so, so much for these families. So join me in helping St. Jude in this fight. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots. And Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, well, just go to tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today.